0: right glad you're with us all right the countdown is ending today and it is election day tomorrow and you know what's amazing is i know a lot of you are extraordinarily anxious i know that you're reading a lot and by the way it's absolutely chilling what we're reading about the left and what they're planning on doing post-election if they don't get their way um It should scare everybody. It speaks volumes about the the, this is not your this is not the old Democratic Party of Joe Lieberman. That party is dead. It is gone. It is buried. There's no such thing as any moderation within the Democratic Party. You have every right to feel as you do that. There is a lot hanging in the balance here because it is just a fact. Let me tell you where I am because I get asked the same question wherever I go. What do you think? Who do you think is Trump going to win? Trump going to win? Trump gonna, that's whatever That's all people want to know. I do not have the answer. I've been very. I I don't lie on this program. I've been saying I'm not going to have an answer. Nobody. I think anybody telling you they have an answer doesn't have an answer, and they're all guessing. And a lot of the people that are guessing have been dead wrong time after time after time, including in 2016. I will tell you this, I don't think we'll ever see a phenomenon uh, in politics like that which we have been watching unfold the last, you know, the whole campaign, but the last four years, which is Donald Trump. I mean, four Pennsylvania cities on Saturday, five cities yesterday, five today, including you going back to Pennsylvania. Uh, it may all be coming down to Pennsylvania, and I'll tell you why it's it's coming that becoming that in a, in a second here. Um, I can tell you that I would advise all of you not to to listen to anybody that is telling you that they know what the outcome of this election is going to be. Don't believe them because I don't think they know. Do we see enthusiasm? We have never seen a phenomenon that is a political phenomenon. That is Donald Trump. We have never seen such powerful institutional forces so aligned against one individual, one, one movement, than the media mob, which as the last four years, they have been exposed as so deeply corrupt to the core that it's every second, every minute, every hour of every day, and that's real. You know, institutions like big tech companies withholding any damaging information, not letting you make a decision on, what is of news value or not yourself and controlling content and even getting liability protection in the process. You've never seen a Democratic Party. They are not only out of ideas, it has been nothing but four years of dragging this country through hell. And all these groups combined feigning this moral outrage at every single thing that Donald Trump says or does or tweets or whatever. You see, you've learned a lot about the Republican establishment and how, how immersed in the swamp and the muck and the mud as the Democrats, and there's not a dime's worth of difference between them. You have learned that there is a deep state swamp and how powerful they are. These are incredible forces against, but yet against the movement, but yet we, the people, We're unmoved by it. We didn't listen to them in 2016. What I said in 2016 holds today. Donald J. Trump absolutely positively can be reelected as president of the United States. I've been saying, and I'll repeat today, you are the ultimate jury. Not the mob, not big tech, not the Democratic Party not the Republican establishment, and certainly not the deep state. You, we, the people, you will decide. You're the ultimate jury. I'm just one vote. Mark Levin is one vote. Rush is one vote. Few of us on Fox, we're just one vote each. And that's about it. And then the rest of the mob is is in there, you know, <gasps> you know, Trump did this or that one. Look, let me tell you why we are where we are. You know, Newt Gingrich was going to join us in an hour. Uh, I he had a he had this really funny piece uh, that he wrote. It's really it's really fascinating. It's a 2020 election fable about the bunny rabbit, the bear and the bees. Don't even get me started. I can't begin to explain it to you in a in a and in, in a way that you can comprehend. But he said this may be the most intense election since the 1860s during the Civil War. We're going to have a record turnout. There is, there's anecdotal information that I take that is extraordinarily favorable for my analysis for Donald Trump. But again, it's anecdotal. Until every vote, hopefully, is counted, hopefully cheating not factored in, hopefully we'll be able to keep the integrity of the vote, I don't trust people. I know the Democrats and the media say that's ridiculous. You know, there's no examples of voter fraud yet, except the thousand recent convictions for voter fraud. But what I can tell you is that nobody is going to be able to give you the answer. So you cannot allow the noise of the mob, the media, what you read online, whatever, to impact your civic responsibility at the end of the day what they can't do is unless we give them the power to control us and tell us or deflate us they 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 don't have the ability to stop you from voting the way you want to vote and that's why my strong advice is that you've got to do your part or you will get the government that that you have no idea. This will be the biggest power grab in the history of of this country in nearly 200 years. Everything that they won't answer and everything they say that they are going to do represents a clear departure from every single solitary thing that uh, has made America as rich as wealthy, as prosperous, as secure, and as strong as it is. That I can tell you. And I can tell you that, you know, it's a little scary when you see every store on Rodeo Drive and Beverly Hills being boarded up. It's a little sad watching, you know, all these stores and all these buildings being boarded up all over New York City, because that's exactly what's happening. And we'll tell you why as the, as the day unfolds here. So... I can only tell you what I see, my 33 years of experience on radio, my 25 years at Fox, and what I believe. For Donald Trump or any Republican to win the presidency, it is never an easy an easy accomplishment. We have an electoral college system. It's not a popular vote system. You'd never have a union if New York, New Jersey, uh, Illinois and California, Washington and Oregon pick the president because they would win based on their the insane leftist populations in these big cities. And the rest of us are, quote, flyover country. Um, but there are certainly must win states for Donald Trump. If Pennsylvania, if it comes down to Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin and maybe Nevada, maybe, maybe. Maine, two and Nebraska, too. I mean, that, that possibility exists. It will have to be because Donald Trump must win, his must-win states. He has to win Florida. It's a must-win state for Donald Trump. He must win Ohio, the Buckeye State. No Republicans ever made it to the White House without winning Ohio. The president must win the state of Georgia. The president must win the state of North Carolina, it's been a little closer, but now things have, have shown every sign of leveling out and, and moving in all directions. Trump, a little closer for comfort than I would like. The president has to win the great state of Iowa. We had the Des Moines Register poll, have him up by seven uh, in that state. We, he has to win the state of Arizona. Then Then we now get into he is in a position that he can be reelected now. In 2016, just so you know that your vote matters, the president won Michigan by 10,700 votes. The president won Wisconsin by a little over, what, 22,000 votes. The president won Pennsylvania with 44,000 votes. In other words, those three states that made all of the difference where we could declare that we can now project Donald J. Trump has been re- elected the 45th president of the United States was won by a whopping 78,000 votes. So what, how, wh- wh- how are you to absorb that information? Well, my advice is to take the urgency and the understanding of how critical your vote is and, and do your part. It is election day turnout voting for Republicans in particular because they tend to be more of day of voters. It is critical. You've got to make up in your, uh, de- a decision in your mind that you're willing to wait as long as it's going to take for your vote to matter. You've got to assume that your vote may be what tips the balance of Donald Trump's presidency. Or otherwise, you will get the government that I have been warning you about. You know, I've never seen such institutional, you know, hatred towards any one person. But I got to tell you something, it's really against us. We're the chumps, as, as Joe Biden calls us, or as Hillary called us, the irredeemable deplorables. Or as Obama said, we're the bitter Americans that cling to their their God, their Second Amendment rights, their their Bibles and religion. But Pennsylvania, where there are, now, is Pennsylvania winnable? If the president holds his, his red firewall that I mentioned. Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, Ohio, Iowa, Arizona. If he holds that and he wins Pennsylvania, he will be president. Right now, if you look at Susquehanna, they have a poll out, and it, it couldn't be any closer. Razor thin, 49.2 Donald Trump, 48.4 Joe Biden. Only 1% say they'll vote for the, a libertarian. That's a wasted vote. It's fascinating to watch all of these polling places that have been saying how, oh, oh this is a runaway election. You know, ABC, uh, Washington Post, 17-point lead in Wisconsin. That's total, that's a crock. I noticed Nate Silver seems the most nervous. You now, now he's out there saying this morning, well, meanwhile, he's been saying 90 percent chance Joe Biden gets elected. Today he goes out on, I guess, Good Morning America or elsewhere and says that uh, if Joe Biden wins, uh, if Joe Biden loses Pennsylvania, then Donald Trump becomes the favorite to become reelected. Oh, isn't that convenient the day before? Uh, the president, the biggest mistake any politicians ever made, I think is on the issue of fracking and eliminating fossil fuels. One of the best political plays is the president all over Pennsylvania playing that video at every stop, probably in every ad that you're all seeing in Pennsylvania. And the president signed an executive order protecting fracking in the state of Pennsylvania. Why? Because it means millions of high paying career jobs in the energy sector that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are telling you that are going to be eliminated. And, you know, and for the first time since 1972, the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette announced their endorsement for Donald Trump for president. First GOP endorsement since 1972. That's how big a deal this is for Pennsylvania, and it's all on the line. So it could all come down to that. It is scary to watch Joe Biden on the campaign trail. He's making more gaffes today, you know, because he's been out there for three days. Now he's tired. He needs his nappy. You know, you would think that somebody would have told him that, well, maybe you ought to rest for the last few days of the campaign, Joe, because you can only screw yourself over here, which he appears to be doing. All right, we got full analysis of this. We will go on the ground in Pennsylvania. You wanna, you'll hear how insane New York liberals are with Ami Horowitz's man on the street today. It's crazy. It's, it's just madness. The left is insane. It's scary what these, the, the left mob is planning. God forbid Donald Trump wins in their minds. Uh, we'll get to that. Uh, are these polls showing massive minority support now for Donald Trump real? We'll examine that question today. But you're the ultimate jury. You have one real decision to make now. Do your part. Vote. And don't listen to anybody else that's telling you that they know how this is going to end up by the end of this week. Because they don't know. All right, 25 till the top of the hour tomorrow, Election Day. I cannot stress the importance for Republican turnout, especially on Election Day. And you've got to assume that your vote is the tipping point. You've got to, you just got to ignore the noise. You got to, You and whatever time it's going to take, spend the time. Because everything is on the table here. You know, one of the things, I mean, we're watching a phenomenon that we've never seen before. I mean, these, have you noticed the caravans? First, it started with the boat caravans. And I mean, I remember seeing the first one in South Carolina. Thousands of boats with Trump signs and, and American flags and, I mean it's unbelievable you know the president when he talks about simple principles about you know one glorious nation under God and mentioning God in the Pledge of Allegiance and when the president talks about American greatness and American goodness and American exceptionalism and and so many people these these caravans popping up seemingly I don't I don't know much about them except they all seem spontaneous Fear is now gripping the mob in the media. The Washington Post, others on the left, you know, f- freaking out about Joe Biden. Now their confidence has eroded about Biden's chances of even carrying Pennsylvania at all, never mind easily. The lieutenant governor said it, I guess, as well as anybody's going to say it in, in in Pennsylvania. You know, out there saying with the president barnstorming across all By the way, the president's speaking in Pennsylvania right now, and it says it's hard to predict. He says, I'm not saying, he just says, these rallies are real. Yeah, they're real. Yeah, these are not Photoshopped rallies. And he said, I'm saying that, you know, he's he's maximizing his chances to win. And if the Democrats are planning and putting all their hopes on the Keystone State, Pennsylvania, 20 electoral votes... That could be all the difference. And he's 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 out there saying, yeah, get out and vote. And I'm telling you to get out and vote. It's amazing that these polls that were 10 points, they're now tightening, you know, three points. IDB, uh, the tip poll that comes out Oh, all of a sudden now, all of a sudden, you know, five thirty eight. The liberals beloved the media's beloved and they got it wrong in 2016. I'm not saying pollsters don't get it wrong. It's not a perfect science, but. I've been saying the whole time, 90 percent chance that Joe Biden wins. Well, except if he loses Pennsylvania, then then it's Trump's advantage. Yeah. Did they did they watch the debate? Did they not watch Joe and Kamala Harris flip, flop and flail on on fossil fuels and fracking and that the people that work in the energy sector actually are paying attention and they understand the consequences of people that are making those predictions you know, Frank Lund saying that if Trump wins re-election, the polling industry is done. You know, um, will the polls be wrong again? I, you know, it's fascinating because I, I, I've been paying attention. As a matter of fact, I'm actually numbered out at this point. I don't want to hear numbers, but I, that's my job, and that's what I do, and that's what I've been looking for. And the numbers are fascinating, and, you know, the people that got it right in 2016 are the people I've been paying the most attention to. The Trafalgar Group, for example, Uh, I've been looking very closely at Rasmussen reports. I've been looking at Matt Towery, Insider Advantage. Um, They had a lot of recent polls that came out this weekend. I mentioned the Susquehanna poll that had Trump ahead by one in Minnesota. I saw the ABC Washington Post poll even had Trump up by two in Florida. That was a little bit of a surprise uh, from coming from them, that is. Insider advantage, Trump up four points in North Carolina. I, my gut tells me it's a little closer in North Carolina. North Carolina is, uh, is a tougher state like Georgia's a little bit tougher state. More people, unfortunately, get all these people moving in from New York and to the Carolinas and moving in to, you know, states like Georgia or, you know, metropolitan Atlanta and that area. That, well, they're bringing their liberal policies with them. And they're taking solidly red states and uh, they're shading the color of the state. In other words, it's like uh, trending, you know, more Democrat. You would think if you're leaving states because of bad policies, high taxes and burdensome regulation and poor governance, that maybe you change your political philosophy when you leave. Uh, We have Trafalgar has Trump up by two in North Carolina. So that's both insider advantage and and Robert Cahaley. Of the Trafalgar group, uh, Insider Advantage has uh, Trump up two in Pennsylvania. Uh, Trafalgar has Trump up by one in Pennsylvania. As I mentioned, Susquehanna has Trump up by one in Pennsylvania. Uh, Insider Advantage has Trump up by two in Georgia. Insider Advantage has Biden up by two in Michigan. But Trafalgar has um, in Michigan Trump up by three. Pretty interesting. The Des Moines Register, they had their poll up the most in In Iowa, Trump by seven, uh, which surprised everybody. That was a wake-up call for the media mob, too. Uh, So, you know, look, the the bottom line is those are just the numbers. I'm just telling you, if you're from certain states, your vote's going to matter, and it's going to matter a lot. And the fear now is coming out of these elected politicians. This is not MAGA propaganda, Lieutenant Governor of of pennsylvania says you can't fake crowds like this but you can make sure you show up and get every vote in you know i i love how they're now saying oh yeah it's gonna take days to count philadelphia it's gonna take days to count pennsylvania really why why they can't get their job done like like all the other states will be getting their votes in on time and get them counted on time now, the big question everyone is asking, is there a hidden Trump vote? I, I, I think that answer is obvious that there's always been a hidden Trump vote. But people are not exactly hiding when it comes to the president and these rallies. Did you ever see anybody work this hard to to ever earn your vote ever in the history of politics? Has there ever been anybody that does this? You know if you look at the President's, what did the President promise on building the wall what did the President promise on ending bureaucracy what did the President promise on taxes what did the President promise on the courts and the type of judges that he would appoint what did the President uh, promise on energy what did the President promise on you know these never ending foreign conflicts what did the President do to the Caliphate in Syria what did the President do to Soleimani and al-Baghdadi and associates and the al Qaeda leader in Yemen. What did the president do on all of these promises, which is which is the main reason that the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette for the first time since 72 is endorsing a Republican because he actually keeps his, his promises. We had on last night, we did a special edition of Hannity and Ari Fleischer couldn't have been more clear either. He said, I didn't vote for Trump in 2016. I didn't vote for anybody. I didn't vote for Hillary. I didn't vote for Trump. I'm voting for Trump because Trump kept his word. All these presidents make promises to Israel. Donald Trump kept the promise to Israel: move the capital to Jerusalem, rec- uh, you know, recognize Golan, and uh, you know the West Bank. It's you know pretty amazing stuff. I think the most it would be the most satisfying thing that if, at some point, if this election, the mob and the media has to say and chew on and choke on the words, we can now. Project Donald J. Trump has been reelected the 45th president? Imagine that. You know, you look at all the things, why didn't Joe Biden in 47 years, eight years as vice president, why did why didn't he ever do opportunity zones? Why didn't he do criminal justice reform? Why after Ferguson in Baltimore and Eric Gardner, which happened on on his watch and Obama's watch, why didn't they do police reform? Where's their platinum plan? Where is their record low unemployment for African-Americans, Hispanic-Americans, Asian-Americans, women in the workplace, youth unemployment, African-American youth unemployment? You know, how does Joe get to tell us? I I listen to this guy on when he when he talks about COVID and I'm like, are you kidding me? 47 months is 47 years, right? Wow. Wow. He's going to do what? What in year forty-eight? He's going to say it. My plan is uh, bad. I care. I mean, this. Listen to the stuff that he's been saying this weekend. He says words that don't exist. Play a couple of examples, Jason. What Donald do you Donald
1: Trump thinks health care is a privilege. Barack and I think it's a right for people that bad at health care. We're not only going to store Obamacare. We're but going to build on. Care. We're going to keep your private insurance if you like it. And you can choose a Medicare, Medicare-like public option if you don't. I never believed it would be this much in jeopardy. We launched our campaign over on the Oval back in 20 May 19, 2019. But you know what I said then. We've been through a lot since then. Look, Donald Care, Donald Trump doesn't understand health care. Look, I'll do what he's unable to do. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize. True international effort to pressure, isolate, and punish
0: China. He just said true and and I always shout out of pressure. What, play that again. Play, because this is what he's doing on the campaign trail. This guy is a mess. Listen. Look, I'll do what he's unable to do. I'll lead
1: an effective strategy to mobilize true and international effort to pressure, isolate, and punish
0: China. What the hell is this? And the mob and the media's <laughs> protected him the whole time. I mean, what the hell is he saying? I can't. I mean I really the the thing, the thing, the thing. He can't even answer. <laughs> You're laughing. He can't even so, answer if he supports so... stacking the Supreme Court. It's funny Or supports sending the scary. electoral college. what what are you saying in my ear? It's so funny, but it's scary. But it's scary. F- it's scary. Like, what is happening? He needs a lid on his life every morning at 930. You know, it's sort of like when he talks about COVID. I didn't finish the thought. It's like, does anybody in between spoonfuls of oatmeal and applesauce ever decided to tell him we're weeks away from a vaccine and that these therapeutics now exist? You can't tell us if you're going to pack the court and the Electoral College support ending the legislative filibuster. Or statehood for D.C. and Puerto Rico. The, the the mob and the media lets him get away with all of this, and he's done nothing except call us a bunch of chumps. It's unbelievable. He gets away with praising the former Klansmen, partnering with the former Klansmen to stop integration of schools. I don't want my kids going to schools that are racial jungles. What the hell has he done for forty-seven years? President saying, "Yeah, I'm fighting for you. I fight." You know, it's it's unbelievable what what this country is up against with the mob and the media and everybody else. It is like, you know, I I didn't think it would be, you know, controversial to say we're one nation under God. But apparently, I guess that's become controversial in this, you know, that they're going to literally end fracking and fossil fuels they're going to raise your taxes by trillions of dollars. They're going to spend trillions on, on the new Green Deal. They're going to eliminate fracking, oil, gas, and all fossil fuels. What I mean, wh- how do we think this is going to end here? We just hate Donald Trump, so therefore we're going to vote for Biden? It's unbelievable. Look at the president's schedule today. It's all over. Let's see, Miami, Florida... You know, then he's, uh, you know, then he's off to Fayetteville, North Carolina. Uh, Then the the president, where's the president headed? Then Pennsylvania, where he's just finishing up. Traverse City, Michigan that he's headed to today. Uh, Then Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Kenosha, Wisconsin. You know, the president is everywhere. Grand Rapids, I think, is where he wraps things up. President's fighting hard, wants to win your vote. You get to decide. How did all of these spontaneous rallies appear everywhere in even the bluest of blue states? It's happening. You look at the crowd size. You look at the lines. You look at the hours that people are willing to wait. And then the, then you get the numbers of people that are either Democrats or didn't vote in 2016. And then the left is telling us. Wait, do you hear what Ar- Ami Horowitz came up with later in the program today? Now we have to board up our windows in New York, Rodeo Drive, because of the threats of how the left is going to have a, a, a fit if they lose this election. You know, you got Bolshevik Bernie's economic plan 110 pages. He signs it, he agrees to it. AOC's New Green Deal, he agrees to it. The most radical US senator, more to the left than Bolshevik Bernie, Kamala Harris. Then you've got What else? We We got Bozo Rourke, our guns are. What? Elizabeth Warren will be a part of this madness. More gaffes even in the last day. And by the way, the thing that is most fascinating is African-Americans and Hispanic-Americans, they realize Trump did a good job and they're leaving Joe Biden and it's scaring the hell out of the Democratic Party. They don't know what to do. I will say this about the Republican Party. This is all said and done. This is a party that better become party of hard-working people that work hard play by the rules obey the tax uh, pay the taxes obey the laws raise their kids and the party of opportunity for every single minority group in america and that would be law and order and good schools for their kids reading writing math and history that's it accurate history would be pretty good I glad you're with us. Hour two, Sean Hannity's show. And I don't care who tells you what, where, what poll. And it is amazing to see these pollsters now, the CYA. It is amazing to see the tightening Democracy Institute. Oh, Biden leads by one overall. IBD, three overall. Well, what happened to all the big leads Uh, Now we've got three polls. Donald Trump winning in Pennsylvania. They're close. Susquehanna has Trump up by one. Insider Advantage has Trump up by one. Uh, Trafalgar, Robert Cahaley, has Trump up by two. In Michigan, uh, Trafalgar has, uh, has Trump up by three. Insider Advantage has Trump down by two. New York Times this weekend worried about the African-American votes slipping away from Joe Biden. The, hour, the four years after an election that came down to Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, the campaigns of Joe Biden and President Trump are waging an intense and, quote, surprising battle in those states for votes among a crucial demographic, African-American men. Why would that be? Because Joe Biden was the one that didn't want integration of schools and partnered with the former Klansmen. Didn't want his kids going to schools that were racial jungles. And this predator's comment, uh, Donald Trump, what? what the, the criminal justice reform bill, police reform bill, opportunity zones, more support, biggest commitment ever to historically black colleges. Donald Trump, record low unemployment for every demographic group, record after record after record. What did Joe do in 47 years Bloomberg News noticing the same uh, impact. Early vote totals show Biden is in big trouble. Their words, not mine, with African-Americans and Latino voters. And they were increase, increasingly worried about insufficient black and Latino voter turnout in states like Florida and Pennsylvania. Oh, shocker. We have these polls I just told you about. in, uh, in oh, by the way, my favorite, though, is Nate Silver. Well, the odds are still, you know, 10 to 1 that Donald Trump's going to lose. But if Biden loses Pennsylvania, he's now the underdog. Oh, it all comes down to that. Amazing. I don't trust any. uh, Don't listen to anybody. They don't know. The only people that will decide this election are going to be you, the American people, the American voters. And you are the ultimate jury. And it's sad with all the threats from the radical left and all these proclamations of unrest if, God forbid, Donald Trump wins the election. You've got, you know, Rodeo Drive, you know, now boarded up. You've got New York City stores boarding up their windows, guarding, and and you have literally apartment complexes hiring armed guards all over New York. Bernie Sanders promising the squad that he'll push Biden further to the left. There's more gaffes today by Biden. He can he can't function three days in a row on the campaign trail. Anyway, joining us uh with his take on all of this, Newt Gingrich is uh with us, and he's very funny this weekend. He sends me this piece, and I'm reading it. And it's Newt Gingrich, and it's actually and I'm, I'm reading the headline. It's it's a it's called the twenty twenty election fable, the bunny rabbit, the bear, and the bees. <laughs> Uh, how are you, sir?
2: Well, I'm having a ball. I think, I think this will be one of the most historic elections in American history. I think it will reset our understanding of politics and government for a generation. And I think that uh, Donald Trump tomorrow night is going to have just an amazing evening. And I'm beginning to think he's going to win big enough that we'll actually know by 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning.
0: Uh, You you actually said this may be the most intense election since the 1860s during the Civil War.
2: Oh, absolutely. I mean, the very fact that they're boarding up uh, stores because they know that the barbarians, the anti-American, violent people, uh, are going to use this as an excuse tells you how intense it is. Um, And I just actually, in the process of writing my newsletter for tomorrow, which calls on the president... Really, I have a whole series of quotes from Lincoln about the fact that you know society has an obligation to protect those who are innocent from those who are violent and criminal. And uh, I think that we ought to adopt a policy that we want anybody in America who has uh, any kind of cell phone coverage, uh, store, security camera, you name it. If you can get the picture of somebody being violent, send it in and the u s government should then track that person down and uh indicate that they're going to be off you know they're going to be in jail for a long time i don't I don't think we want to become a country where every time we have an election, some group of anti American thugs get to go out and destroy things i think this is I find it very disturbing that law and order has collapsed to a point where people have just given up and believe that the government can't protect them.
0: Do you agree with my analysis that—and I I think it's hard for Republicans to win the White House. When you start out without New York, California, New Jersey, Illinois, Oregon, Washington, you you know, Republicans started a decided electoral disadvantage, then you got to run the table. For Donald Trump to win, he must win Florida. It's a must-win. He must win your old state of Georgia. Must win. Must win North Carolina— that would spend been a little closer, although that, that now seems to have leveled off, thankfully. Uh, he must win Ohio. He must win Iowa. He must win Arizona. And then if he wins Pennsylvania, he'd be president. If he wins Michigan alone, he'd be president. If he wins Wisconsin, he's got to pick up a few more electoral votes. Am I right yeah. in that analysis?
2: Yeah, you are. And I, I, I came out uh, on Saturday and said I think that he will... Carry 324 electoral votes. I think that he will uh, win decisively. I think that uh, to, to paraphrase the Des Moines Register, when they came out with a seven point Trump lead in Iowa and said that it's clear that, that Biden was was fading. Now, fading is not a word you want to have the last weekend of a campaign. Uh, by the way, St. Paul showed John Ernst now up four points in her reelection campaign in Iowa. and that and Iowa results that are that strong make me think about Wisconsin and Minnesota because mm-hmm. they're culturally very similar. Uh so you begin to see patterns out there. The president has been extraordinary. close, and I found ourselves it's almost like watching a vaudeville show. I mean we we would get in sucked into these uh rallies and they're so unique, so extraordinary. Uh, he is such a great entertainer. That uh, you know, uh, one of our close friends lives in Rome, Georgia, thirty-six thousand population. They had between thirty and fifty thousand people at the rally last night in Rome. Uh, people came from Alabama, from Tennessee, from all across Northwest Georgia. Um, huge. Now, I'm convinced he's going to carry Georgia pretty handily because I don't think you turn out fifty thousand people, and uh, then in a state the size of Georgia without just setting huge uh, implications across the whole state.
0: Obviously, he's leaving it all in the field. Everything he's got, five rallies today, five rallies yesterday, four Pennsylvania rallies on Saturday, and he was back in Pennsylvania today. Uh, Look, we've been friends for a long time, going back to 1990, over 30 years now. And I emceed the night you became speaker in 94, and it was an honor in my life and career to be able to do that. And we've watched a lot of elections. I've never seen a phenomenon like this. I have never seen lines like this. I've never seen crowds like this. Nobody has. And I've never seen somebody with this much energy.
2: I, I think people should take seriously exactly what you just said. This is an American phenomenon. You have never seen anything like it. It is partially a Trump phenomenon, but it's partially an American people phenomenon. When you get a Trump rally that is 86 miles long in Arizona, you're seeing an upsurge of people who are fed up with the deep state, they're fed up with fake news. the sick and tired of elites having contempt for them. They hate the cancel culture. And they have found their champion in Donald Trump. Uh, but as good as he is, it's the fact that the man has met the moment, and the American people are determined to take their country back. And that's why this whole thing is building such, I think, unbelievable momentum.
0: I've never seen such powerful institutional forces unite in such a a, 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 with such with such fervor against any one individual. And and by that, I mean that the ninety nine percent, I call it the mob, the media mob now, big tech, how corrupt we've learned they are. The Democratic Party that has spent now how many years trying to destroy this man? The Republican establishment, just swamp creatures, no different really than the Democratic Party, even. The deep state is real. And I've never seen, and it's it's like the people see it, and instinctively they understand what he's up against.
2: Think about it. Think about it, Sean. In a very real sense, the very depth of their ferocious hostility is proof to the average American of how real he is. You know, if he weren't doing all these extraordinary historic things, they wouldn't hate him. I mean, they've had Republicans they disliked, but they didn't hate them because they were harmless. But he is dangerous because he actually intends to change the system. So the system is fighting back.
0: Did you ever see a politician, though? You know, I, I always thought one of the reasons for your success was that when you made the promise, the contract, you kept your word. You you followed through. You did it. I mean, politicians like Joe Biden for 47 years, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. What did he ever do? He never really did anything. I can't think of a major accomplishment that has benefited the American people.
2: Look, when Biden is a classic old time politician, Bob Gates, former secretary of defense, uh, said that he had been wrong on every major national security issue of his lifetime. Uh, we now know that his entire family has been corrupt, dealing with China, Russia, and Ukraine. Uh, so so Biden is who Biden is. He's, and he was the bunny rabbit in my fable. But, what makes, but, but, but Biden is not – he really doesn't exist. He's simply the anti-Trump. Uh, what exists is Donald J. Trump, his courage, his willingness to stand there and take the fight. Uh, And the depth of his commitment to the American people and the degree to which he's proven that he loves this country. And that's what makes him much, much like Abraham Lincoln. He's simply in a different league.
0: You know, it's amazing to me. I would think pollsters want to get things right. But I, I don't see that they made any adjustments. And we'll find out. We'll know by the end of the week for sure whether or not they're right or not. They were wrong, so wrong the last time. Um you know, why would we even trust them considering they get every exit poll wrong. Tomorrow five fifteen Eastern will we'll get exit poll. they'll be wrong again, I'm sure. Your thoughts?
2: Yeah, well first of all I don't think they're doing any exit polls because so many people will have voted uh by by mail or by absentee ballot that'll be totally distorting. But uh I think what happened was you have a you have an industry which grew up twenty five or thirty years ago and has not modified to the modern world, uh, consistently miscounts what's going on, and overweights Democrats and underweights Republicans, and doesn't appreciate how much uh, attitudes in the country have changed. And they also just kid themselves. I mean, if, if if you call somebody and ask who they're going to vote for, and they are for Trump, the odds are very high they won't tell you, because there's so much hostility out there, uh, you know, Nobody worries about a um, Biden voter being pressured because nobody cares enough to pressure him. But if you're a Trump voter and you're in the wrong neighborhood, uh, or for that matter, you walk into the wrong restaurant wearing a MAGA hat, uh, bad things can happen. And so I think I always just add seven to whatever number they give Trump, and I figure that's about accurate. Wow. So if they say he's Let's talk
0: about post-election. And, and, you know, look at Pennsylvania. Well, we probably won't know for days and days, and we have about a minute left, and how the Republicans need to handle all that.
2: Well, I think we, we're we doing the right thing. They're sending lawyers everywhere, and they're going to track it. Uh, I have a hunch that Philadelphia is simply not going to turn out enough uh, to even steal the election. That, in fact, people—I think in the inner city, uh, Latinos and African Americans don't care about Biden. They don't see Biden as their ally, and they don't think that Kamala Harris represents them. They think she's a San Francisco radical. So I I think you're going to see very low turnouts, and you're going to see a surprisingly high percentage for Trump out of those low turnouts. And uh, my expectation now is that Trump is going to win a remarkable victory, and that all of these guys have been standing around telling us for their, their polling data, uh, I, I don't see how they're going to stay in business by the end of the week if it's as big, as, if this is as big a change as I think it is, they're going to look well, like idiots.
0: Mr. Speaker, Speaker Gingrich, thanks for being with us. When we come back, Ami Horowitz, oh, wait till you hear huh, his man on the street next. All right, here it is the day before the election, 800 941 Sean. If you want to be a part of the program, 24 now till the top of the hour. Uh, We have gone through in detail, very specific, scary detail, actually, uh, that which is being planned by radicals. If they don't get their way, uh, I mean, they're they're posting what they're actually saying that they're going to do. It's kind of frightening. It is um, it's something that I don't think I've ever seen before. You got. You know, obviously, lawsuits and all the things that the campaigns are going to be planning on doing. Lawyers everywhere. You got all these businesses around the country. They're boarding, boarding up windows. You've got Rodeo Drive all boarded up. New York City everywhere is boarded up. You got D.C. Metro Police saying that they're, you know, they don't know what's going to happen. And um, you got very specific protests being called for. Uh, all around the, quote, protect the results. We're building a coalition. Uh, We have meetings. Don't forget, hit the streets after you vote. Hit the streets. You know, I won't give you the specific websites that are saying it, but I have the websites. I have the printouts. I have it there in front of us. Mass mobilization after the election has shut down the country. If Biden doesn't win, Uh, U.S. News World Report is saying the same thing. Our friend Ami Horowitz, documentarian, he took to the streets of New York to find out what people thought about us. It's a simple question, right? A free and fair election. Turns out they're all for it as long as Biden wins. Listen in.
3: If Trump wins the election, would you necessarily accept the results? No. No. No.
4: No, no. Think that this
3: country will accept that. I'd be out here riding every day, every day. When Trump, if Trump gets elected again, you'll catch me out here. What's more important, a free and fair election or getting Trump out of office? Trump out. Trump out more important. Getting Trump out of office. Getting Trump out of office for sure. If there is rampant voter fraud, would you accept Trump's election results? no what because there's rampant voter fraud if there's rampant voter fraud and biden wins, know, would you, would you accept the results yeah i would <laughs> okay, we're being honest i'm being honest we're... yeah but... so if there is rampant voter fraud yeah. and trump wins is that a fair election no no not at all if there's rampant voter fraud and biden wins would you accept that result um, yeah, honestly, yeah. We're being honest about it. Yeah, honestly being, yeah. What are you going to do the day after Trump wins? It's revolution time. We're trying to overthrow all of this <laughs> that um, America has been founded on. In order to ensure a Biden victory and a Trump loss, would you allow a puppy to drown? Oh. Uh, <gasps> and looking at the bigger picture, I guess, yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I would. It's out to say, but it's a bigger picture. Don't jump. You gotta think about this. Okay, true. Like, what? okay, but that's like bad. You like, mm-hmm. think about it one life
0: over a million
3: times. Yeah, yeah. You would? Yeah, okay.
0: sorry. For, yeah, that puppy's gotta go. How's it gonna That, that puppy's gotta go.
3: would you punch your mom in the face?
4: Yes. Okay. I love my mom. Oh, it's for
3: the country, man. Mom, it's for the country.
4: I love my mom. We all
3: love our she mom.
4: She'll probably understand it. She, she doesn't want to jump this. office Yeah, I think she would allow uh, me to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, I mean, Horowitz, documentarian. All right, what is wrong with your sick brain that you're asking people? You know, if it means Biden wins, will you, you let a pumpy drown? Yes. Will you punch your mother in the face? Well, as long as Biden wins, sure. She'll probably say it's okay. I mean, where do you come up with these questions?
5: I had to go to a real
0: dark place, Sean. I'm not going to That is a you. real dark place. That's an understatement.
5: Look. I'm pretty sure you're not going to find uh, Trump derangement syndrome in the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. But TDS, Sean, absolutely has to have a prominent place there. It is a real and true disorder. right? And and the fervor in which Trump haters loathe the president can be seen in this video. And I got everybody out there. You got to go to Hannity.com to watch the whole video because it is absolutely shocking because these people would absolutely throw out. Every democratic norm that we hold dear, everything that removes this president from office, they have no fidelity to the basic American ideals. You know that I do a lot of these videos where I have hidden cameras and, and they're, they're you know signing petitions to repeal the First Amendment. But this was on camera. Nothing hidden. They saw the camera. And I asked them straight up. You heard it. What's more important to you, a free and fair election, right? The basis of our democracy or getting Trump out of office, they would look at me in the camera, knowing they're saying this publicly and go, I'd rather throw him out of office than have a safe, free and fair election. That is what we've come to, Sean.
0: But they define a free and fair election as only their side winning. I I, I, Honestly, look, I kind of like your dark mind in the sense that it's so revealing of this this level of of radical hatred but this these are the institutional forces that i keep talking about that are aligning against the president this election this might be your most revealing work ever and and you've done some pretty amazing work over the years and put yourself in some pretty dangerous situations over the years more recently the chop Chaz autonomous summer of love uh, spaghetti potluck dinner zones uh, around the country as well. Uh, all right. We put it all up on Hannity.com. Ami Horowitz. Uh, very revealing <laughs> that people will do this. 800-941-SHAWN. Toll-free telephone number. Look, I'm just going to stay on, in one very, very important thing. Around, well, around this time tomorrow, we'll be awaiting the exit poll results. I will get them in pretty much real time. It doesn't matter what the exit polls will say. Remember, the exit polls were wrong in 2000 in many ways. They were totally off in 2004. John Kerry was going to be the next president on this very program. Dick Cheney called this show 535 Eastern Time, just 15 minutes after the exit polls came out and showed that, that they lost. And he was telling Florida, the panhandle, which gets the an extra hour to vote, uh, Southwest Florida, Ohio, to get out and vote because the exit polls showed that they, they had lost, that John Kerry was the president. So I'm just saying, just ignore the noise. You ha- Some of you will have to accept that you might have to dedicate hours tomorrow to, to wait online to cast your ballot. Day of Republican voting means Everything. It doesn't matter what the pollsters say. The pollsters were wrong in 2016. Assume that they're wrong again and assume that your vote is going to make the difference. And the states that I keep referencing, I I can't say them enough. Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, Ohio, Iowa, Arizona, Nevada, Pennsylvania. I'll say it again. Pennsylvania. Did I say it enough? Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. Uh, Wisconsin, Michigan, 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 maybe Minnesota, maybe New Hampshire, Nebraska, District 2, Maine District 2. That's that's where this is all going to be decided. Mich- if, if the president holds the states that the pollsters I trust most say that Donald Trump is going to win, some of the margins are a lot closer than I would like, but if they're all predicting that Donald Trump will win them then it will come down if he can win either Michigan or Pennsylvania he will be reelected and it won't matter what the radical left does or says uh assuming that the republican party which they have said they have poll watchers and they have their attorneys and and they're keeping an eye on on those that would try and, and cheat in in varying ways i know it might be it's it's unbelievable to democrats to even consider the idea that Uh, Some type of election fraud can happen, ignoring uh, about a thousand people that have been convicted of such in recent years. So it all really comes down to you and the stakes couldn't be any higher. And it's the future of this country that's hanging in the balance. And you are the ultimate jury. This is now your election. It is now in your hands. And it's a question of whether or not um, you decide to do your part. Donald Trump can't do it. I can't do it. Rush can't do it. Mark can't do it. Nobody else at Fox can do it. You have to do your part. And, and the consequences, I mean, do, do we really need to go through the, the differing philosophies, the gr- New Green Deal, America embracing socialism, America open borders, amnesty, the biggest power grab in the history of the country? It's all on the line. Law and order, safety, security, education of your kids. Taxes, judges, packing courts, you name it, it's all at stake. Weak foreign policy, peace through strength. It's a little bit frightening to know that so many of our friends and neighbors think this way. All right, let's get to our busy phones. Uh, Florida, very important. Cameron, Cameron, how are you? Glad you called. Welcome to the Sean Hannity Show.
6: Hey, Sean. Thanks for having me. Um, Thank you. I just wanted to share with you a real-life example. Um, I'm so happy that President Trump did the 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. That created Opportunity Zones. And for us here in Jacksonville, there are areas that would never be developed. The deals just didn't pencil out. But because of Opportunity Zones, we were able to open a restaurant. We were able to build 50 homes. And all this was during the COVID-19 pandemic. This created hundreds of jobs. And it's something that's very difficult to measure, the impact. But we're just so thankful that that legislation was put through because it's a true public and private sector partnership that generates a win-win for everyone.
0: I'll tell you who's one of the big authors of Opportunity Zones was uh, Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina Did had a big role to play in all of that. So, uh, yeah, look, you know, there are public-private partnerships, really. I mean, th- there's your answer, or one answer, certainly, that you could fix schools. I mean, let people that would really run... If he gave parents choice in schools, this is why I don't understand those that are, that are so drawn to these false promises of socialism and the idea that the government is going to provide this perfect utopia, womb-to-the-tomb, cradle-to-grave society, and somehow we're going, to, we're going to legalize the confiscation of wealth from one group of people, and that those people are just going to keep producing monies that the government's going to take. They're not going to keep producing money. They're not going to invest money. They're not going to create jobs. Uh, they're going to take the money elsewhere where where they're going to be able to save some of their money. But, you know, there's certainly great paradigms. Another one is, you know, obviously health savings accounts. Good deal. Um, health care cooperatives, our, our buddy, jo- Dr. Josh Humber. There's so many good ideas out there. Good thing about Donald Trump is everything that he says he's going to do. He, he does and he gets done. Anyway, appreciate the call. Thank you. Eight hundred nine four one. Sean, if you want to be a part of the program. All right, into the next hour. We're going to see what's going on on the ground in Pennsylvania, which which now seems to be the becoming, developing, you know, even Nate Silver. I, I love Nate Silver. Uh, Biden, 90% chance he's going to win. 90% chance. But if he loses Pennsylvania, oh, then Trump's got the advantage. I mean, it cracks me up. Uh, of course, the, all the, the, this is exactly what happened in 2016. Exactly. The CYAs that led up to the actual vote uh, let's say hi to James in Texas. James, you got the last minute this half hour. What's going on? How are you?
7: Hey, Sean, big fan. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say, man, you know, these polls, you can't buy them. They're, for instance, Texas is showing purple. I live here. <laughs> this place couldn't be more red uh, if you colored it with a marker. It's. I've been polled myself a couple of times, and I'm always happy to endorse Joe Biden. And then I brush my teeth when it's
0: over with. Um, I, I, I want. Trump... By the way, you're not the only person that's told me that he's, that they do that. Many yeah, well, people you know, told me they do I the want same. Trump,
7: I want Trump out there like he's down, and I want Biden out there like he's up.
0: And all right, that's, that's you know, a that's reminder. Right now. Very, very smart. Let's every single person listening to my voice assume your vote will make all the difference, because it may. That's That's how you have to look at it. I'm not making predictions. I'm saying Donald Trump can win, but he can lose. And your vote matters. Do your part. Do your part to everybody. Anyway, you made my day. Good call, James. All right, when we come back, uh, Donald Trump, will the polls with minorities turn into real votes? We'll check in with our panel. We'll look at what's going on on the ground in Pennsylvania Best election coverage available on your radio dial. News Roundup Information Overload Hour next. All right, News Roundup Information Overload Hour. Tomorrow, Election Day. This is the day that matters. Look, I am not going to sit here and make a prediction. I'm not going to tell you who's going to win. And I don't think anybody else that is predicting knows. The only people that will decide this election are you. We, the American people. You will decide. But I can tell you one thing, it's a little scary reading what uh, what some on the left have planned. If God forbid um, we heard it with Lamy Horowitz last half hour, what they have planned. If oh, we'll accept cheating as long as it's cheating for Joe Biden. Yeah, if it means killing a puppy and, and Trump loses, sure, I guess I'd let that happen. Punching my mother in the face as long as Biden was sure, I'll let that happen. I mean, I've never heard such madness. This this rage, this insanity. All of these varying forces that I have talked at length about, you know, from from the media corrupt to the core, big tech companies corrupt to the core, Democratic Party, radical, hypocritical, corrupt, double standard, the stench as bad as it could ever get. Republican establishment, they're as bad as the Democrats, the deep state. They're dying for Donald Trump to lose. But you decide. I mean, you get these little flashes of of how insane it is, like, you know, these uh, late night supposedly funny comedians that aren't really that funny, like Trevor Noah, or you listen to somebody like Maxine Waters. Uh, Listen to what she had to say this weekend, too. Let's play those. No one is surprised that Trump has got fewer black women than every season of The Bachelor combined. But some people are surprised that he's doing better with black men, which is strange. It's like hearing that the Titanic iceberg has some support among survivors.
4: He has no respect for us. He's not doing anything for us. And for those black young men who think somehow they can align themselves with Trump, Trump, not only are they terribly mistaken, any of them showing their face, I will never, ever forgive them for undermining the possibility to help their own people and their own communities. It is absolutely unconscionable. It is shameful. And yeah, he know. has the audacity to no. let you know that he's getting support from them and where the support is going to come from. Yeah. And if, if young black men who really believe that they are smart, they're intelligent and that they love themselves and their community, if they allow the trickster, if they allow the con artist, if they allow this, depi- this poor human being, uh, to take advantage of them, they should not ever show their faces again.
0: Not show their faces again. Wow. And, and uh, you know, black voters supporting Trump, it's like, like uh, a Titanic survivor showing support for the iceberg. Wow. God forbid you have a different political opinion. Now, let me tell you where this is all coming from. Now, remember, Joe Biden is the guy that praised the former Klansman. As his friend and mentor, Joe Biden's the guy that partnered with the former Klansman, the guy, you know, he's, he filibustered the Civil Rights Act, uh, was against the Voting Rights Act. Then Biden partnered with the former Klansman to stop the integration of schools. Uh, and even Kamala Harris called him out for it in one of the debates uh, because he didn't want his kids going to public schools that were racial jungles. This is the guy they're supporting here which is in and of itself like huh anyway where this is coming from uh, Bloomberg news I'll read from them senior officials on Joe Biden's campaign are increasingly worried about insufficient black and latino voter turnout in key states like Florida and Pennsylvania with only 4 days until the election well what did Joe Biden ever do for anybody forgot to take the take race out of it what has he done what has he accomplished in 47 years, a week in sight and say, you know, because Joe Biden did this, we're better off here, we're better off here, et cetera. Pennsylvania, nearly 75% registered uh, African-American voters have not voted yet. Uh, Arizona, two-thirds of uh, Hispanic-Americans uh, registered voters have not cast a ballot. Florida, they're worried about Miami-Dade. We've been hearing about that all weekend. Amazing. Anyway, here to discuss, get their thoughts on it. Reverend C.L. Bryant, author of The Race for Freedom, senior fellow, Freedom Works, at the Leo Terrell, now a Trump uh, campaign surrogate, has been all around the country. Uh, Jerome Hudson is uh, with us, Breitbart.com uh, editor. Uh, 50 Things They Don't Want You to Know About Trump. Well, it's a lot more than 50, uh, Jerome, but glad you could be with us. And, um, you know, Reverend Bryant, we'll start with you. Um, One thing we are seeing in every poll is dramatic increase of support among African-Americans and Hispanic-Americans for Donald J. Trump. Will that will those polls then really translate into real votes that, frankly, if they do, would make Donald Trump uh, his reelection a sure thing?
8: Sean, as you know, I sit on the advisory board of Black Voices for Trump uh, and the president is going to receive a ample Uh, vote from the black community. People like Maxine Waters have been responsible for the blood poisoning of black people for the last 30, 40 years. And we're about to purge that. We believe that the president is going to win on a massive red wave. And what's amazing is so many people would want to paint people like you a racist, but eight years ago, nine years ago, when you and I became friends, you, you you promoted a film, Runaway Slave. You were on board with changing that message even then. And I think that message that you began, helped me begin back then, is one that we're beginning to see the fruits of let that labor in. And so I want to thank you and Linda for making it uh, you know the way you did, and staying with us. Why do you give you
0: Linda credit for my show? It's my—I I made all this happen. Linda, just—I'm no, kidding. First she's of all, laughing. You're she's welcome. laughing. <laughs> and I love, I love all these guests; they're awesome. Uh, they're awesome. They're great. awesome. You're awesome, CL. Um, <laughs> uh At the Leo Thrill, you know Leo. You've been saying this very early. As soon as you became Leo 2.0, you've been saying that this is this is the election where a dramatic shift occurs. Now I'm going to add this to it. The Republican establishment that has been so anti-Trump from the beginning, I have no use for those Republicans. I want nothing to do with that old Republican Party because they're all phonies. They're all, to me, they're just swamp creatures like the Democrats, not a dime's worth of difference. You know, now they'll support a, a cognitively challenged, weak, frail, radical socialist because they so hate conservatism. I mean, it's insane. But more importantly, the, this new Republican Party, has got to be a coalition of working men and women, job creation, job protection, in terms of, you know, you, you can't allow open borders. Uh, it's got to be a, a, an equal opportunity party for every American, every race, every background. It's got to be the party of law, order, safety, security in American cities everywhere, and the party of education that every child in this country gets an education. and And I will tell you, there will be a trans- there, it, This will be a transformational time for the Republican Party.
7: Well, Sean, I'll tell you right now, Donald Trump has redefined the Republican Party, and I agree with you that the old Republican guard—they're gone. He's, re- he's redefined it, and he's made it the working people's party, and that's why it resonates so well with people of color, just people in general. What you just articulated, uh, as far as school choice you know, the capital investment regarding the Platinum Plan, blacks have resonated towards Trump because he's giving them something that they can actually see and tangible items as far as the First Step Act, as far as historical black colleges. And like I said, again, school choice is something that cuts across every American. And I'll tell you, Donald Trump is going to get a large number of black votes and that's why you see Biden and Obama in Philadelphia, in Miami-Dade County, because they're worried that the black vote is going to shift towards the Republican Party. And it's going to go in great numbers, Sean. It's clear to me.
0: Alan, you've been out on the road. Jerome Hudson, what's your take on it?
6: Of course the black vote is is going to shift toward this president, because as I read about it in my book, and thank you, Sean, for having me on, the president delivered real change for all Americans, but specifically for black Americans. I write about how black women opened more new firms in 2018 and 2019 than any other racial group. The the truth is, is that Barack Obama's and O'Biden's administration couldn't fix Flint's broken water system. It took electing President Trump to get that done with a hundred million dollar grant. Um, Barack Obama just pandered. He went to Flint and drank water and scared the hell out of everybody in that town. This president worked with pharmaceutical companies, Sean, to strike a billion-dollar deal for HIV prevention and drug medication to go to hundreds of thousands of uninsured Americans uh, for the next decade. That has a a disproportionate effect on black Americans who, unfortunately, represent a disproportionate uh, amount of HIV cases in this country the black poverty rate dropped to historic lows of course we know and this president funded hbcus to the tune that no other president not even the first black president did and i think he's absolutely going to be rewarded at the ballot box because as he said on the debate stage joe biden 50 years in in politics has been all 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 talk and no action
0: All right, as we continue with Reverend C.L. Bryant at the Leo Terrell and Jerome Hudson of Breitbart. Uh, Reverend C.L. Bryant, how do you see this election uh, going, and uh, what do you see in its aftermath?
8: I do believe that the president is going to win big, but regardless of that, there's still going to be an aftermath of violence that will be promoted by people like Antifa and Black Lives Matter. We must be successful in our efforts in reelecting Donald John Trump to the White House. The alternative for him losing this race is, in fact, imperative to all Americans, and particularly to you black Americans who are listening out there. When you go to the polls to vote, you be certain that you try something different, because the thing that you have been doing for the last 60 years is not working. They're telling you the same things year in and year out. And for some reason, we keep letting them back in the House. Kick them out.
0: I can't believe, Leo Terrell, that the history, the background of Joe Biden and race barely became an issue in this campaign. If it was Donald Trump, it would have been an issue.
7: Donald Trump has basically focused the weaknesses of the Democratic Party. They have pandered to black people and they have delivered nothing. I will submit to you the following. That... Donald Trump is going to win the same inside straight that he did in 2016 that means he's going to win Wisconsin he's going to win Michigan he's going to win Pennsylvania and I'll tell you right now Sean I feel very very comfortable belonging to this new Republican party and I'm very proud that I voted for Donald Trump first time ever as a Republican.
0: Jerome how's this going to play out tomorrow and all week I I guess? I
6: think it's I think the president is absolutely, Sean, going to win. I think he's going to get historic amount of support um, from black voters. I, I, I voted for him on yesterday. But beyond that, I, I, think, I think most voters understand that they've seen Joe Biden uh, fail them before. They've seen Joe Biden sell out the manufacturing and the oil and the fracking industry in this country, self-enrich himself and his family through China, Um, And I think that you're going to see a wholesale rejection of that. And I think we're all going to be happy to see that more black Americans uh, call themselves members of this new conservative populist movement that that Donald Trump has
0: ushered in. Uh, I think that this will be, you know, Reagan talked about, um, you know, bold colored differences. Reagan talked about a revitalized public Republican Party. One thing that has become crystal clear is establishment Republicanism. You know, those that would give us John McCain and Mitt Romney, et cetera, moderates and say, oh, come on, you got to, conservatives got to suck it up for the good of the party. It's, a, it's the lesser of two evils. All the It's all nonsense. They all live in the same swamp. Uh, otherwise, they could never support somebody like Biden. All right, guys, thank you all. We'll be watching. We're paying attention. The message everybody listening to me must understand is same day, voting day, turnout for Republicans is critical to win any state. No state is a lock. And if you, uh, if you like the Joe Biden vision and power grab, go vote for Joe Biden. And packing the courts and eliminating the filibuster and D.C. and Puerto Rico statehood so the, the Democrats have a majority in the Senate in perpetuity. Uh, amnesty, 15 million or more Amer- more people in this country that didn't respect our laws, sovereignty, uh, borders that then would of course get something of great value in the hopes that of course they're going to keep voting Democrat uh, then then understand this will be one one state, one party rule and for as, for as far as the eye can see, which is extraordinarily dangerous along with the policies as stated. By Biden and company and Bolshevik Bernie and Kamala Harris and AOC and Beto Bozo and the rest of them. At 25 till the top of the hour, 800 941 Sean, you want to be a part of the program. So if we look at the people that got it right, and that means in 2016, when the mob, the media got everything wrong and all the pollsters got everything wrong, and, you know, I'm I'm really enjoying watching all these late minute IDB uh, uh, investors business daily comes in. Hey, this is a lot closer than anybody thinks. Or Nate Silver, you know, who's been at well, 90 percent chance Joe's going to win 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90. Yeah. But if he loses Pennsylvania, uh, then it Trump, it Trump Trump's in the in the driver's seat at that point. Okay, what happened to the 90 percent you've been telling everybody about, you know, like the ABC Washington Post poll 17 point lead in Wisconsin? There's no 17 point lead in Wisconsin. It's probably, if anything, now trending towards Donald Trump. And based on early voting, very, very encouraging. If you're a Republican, no guarantee. All these states. I mean, it is it's everything I've been telling you. I'm not. It's funny. I don't think people actually believe me when I said it is hard for a Republican to become the president and win the presidency. You've got to run the table. You've you've got to take Florida, Ohio, whole Georgia, North Carolina, you got to win Iowa, you got to win Arizona. You you've got to then pick off a Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania or Michigan or Michigan would do it alone if you run if you maintain the state you should win or the firewall the red firewall if you want to call it that then you win Pennsylvania you're the president you win or if you win just Michigan you win if you win Wisconsin you still got to pick off a couple more electoral votes Nevada Maine two, Nebraska two. that's why you know it gets it gets complicated. Democrats start out with New York, New Jersey, Illinois, you know, California, Washington, Oregon. There's no shot for a Republican. It's like, you know, alternative universes here. So what is uh, really fascinating is the amount of fear that seems to be emerging among Democratic uh, politicians in the great state of Pennsylvania could all now come down to the great state of Pennsylvania. That's why Joe Biden flipping, and flopping, and flailing on eliminating fossil fuels and fracking and lying about it as is, is now it, it is absolutely had a huge impact. You know, the lieutenant governor, John Fetterman, is out there yesterday warning his fellow Democrats. Uh, you see these crowds? This is not make America great again propaganda. He's saying you can't fake crowds like this. But you can make sure you show up and get every vote. And he did say that, you know, then you got the AG scaring the. I mean, honestly, oh, they want to have voting, vote counting in perpetuity. Anyway, what's going on in the ground in Pennsylvania? There are also anecdotal stories that, for example, there was the I think it was the Times-Siena poll that had Donald Trump in Philly, which is where Democrats they've got to run up the score in in Philadelphia for them to have any chance to win the state of Pennsylvania. If you look at Pennsylvania, you break it down county by county, it is a mostly red state, except for the big city, and that would be Philadelphia. But Siena Times had Donald Trump a 24% African-American support in Philadelphia. If that's true, it's over. He'll win, he'll win Pennsylvania if it turns out to be reality. Jeff Lord, host of the uh, Word of Lord podcast and the Word of the Lord, which just cracks me up. Rose Tennant, uh, uh, director of Pennsylvania Chapter Women for Trump. They've been out on the road all over the great state of Pennsylvania. They know the state as well, if not better than anybody that I know. Welcome uh, both of you to the program. You're talking to people every day. You're out on the road every day. We see the crowds in Pennsylvania are massive. The president back again today. All right, let's start with Jeff Lord here, the, the Word of the Lord podcast. Uh, <laughs> anyway, sir, how are you? What's going on? You've been I'm all fine, over the Sean, state. What's you. happening?
9: Yeah. It, it, look, these rallies are incredible, and our friend Rose has played uh, a real role in them. I've been to three in the last uh, couple weeks. Uh, they, are, they are amazing. And I came up, as you know, through the Pennsylvania political system working for a state senator, a congressman, U.S. senator, etc. I have never seen this ever, in Pennsylvania. Um, These people turn out by the tens of thousands. It's like going to a rock concert. And the other tell that's interesting here is where is Joe Biden spending his time? And at the close of this campaign, he's in Philadelphia. What is he doing in Philadelphia? He's doing what he's doing in Philadelphia. is trying to save his bacon and get people to get out. And they're not doing it. That's what they're afraid of. So that's why he has to spend his time there as opposed opposed to somewhere else.
0: What he's doing is trying to shore up the vote in Philadelphia, run up the score there to mitigate what they see as real coming damage in the rest of the state. That's my take.
9: Yes, you're absolutely right. Now, the caveat here, uh, you had on uh, Robert Cahaley of uh, the Trafalgar Group the other night. By the
0: way, there are three polls that have him up, uh, not by a lot, you have uh, Robert Cahaley has Trump by two in, in, in Pennsylvania. Uh, Susquehanna has a poll out where Trump is up again there uh, in, in their poll. And then you have uh, Insider Advantage poll and you have Trump up there.
9: Yeah, yeah. Now, the, the the caveat here that I think that Mr. Cahaley was talking about and has written about this today at the American Spectator by George Perry, who is was a uh, former federal and state prosecutor, is the Pennsylvania Supreme Court, run by Democrats, has ruled that these ballots don't have to have a postmark. They don't have to have a matching signature. And they can show up, you know, as much as three days after the election. Well, <laughs> I mean, I hate to admit this, but the good old Commonwealth of Pennsylvania has had voter fraud problems for its entire history. And I am concerned here. This is the one way that they could try and do this, is to see what the size of Donald Trump's margin is. And then, mysteriously, you get uh, ballots in here with no matching signature, no no postmark. Uh, and and his margin disappears. So that, I am sure, Sean, if you're a lawyer involved in election hearing law, you are going to be uh, be well taken care of here financially over the next few days.
0: Your take, Rose Tennant, you've been traveling the state. You see what I see. Uh, I listen to that analysis. I think that court ruling was atrocious. Uh, You don't need a postmark, and then you can still count it. What, we'll mail it four days later? Where are all these ballots going to show up from? Yeah, yeah. Oh, go ahead, Rose.
10: Hey, Rose. Hey, Jeffrey. Hey, Sean. How's it going? Yeah, I mean, there's so many fraudulent methods right now that can be used in the state of Pennsylvania. That's why we have this heavy cadre of lawyers that are already in Philadelphia. We've got them also in three other counties. I mean, there's at least one in every county, but in some we have even more than that. So, But, you know, Sean, I wanted to just share with you, in 2016, I promised you that Pennsylvania was going for Trump. And now I can tell you that not only are we going for Trump, but I don't care what the polls say, we are going for him in greater numbers than we did in 2016. What we see out there, this enthusiasm, I mean, we were enthusiastic in 2016, but the level of enthusiasm right now is so much greater. It's so organic. I, I almost cry every time I see, I saw the Amish. In their horse and buggy with Trump signs, I've seen. Um, I've talked to small business owners. I've talked to the Amish, to law enforcement, women, union workers. I mean, let me point something out here that I think is significant. In Butler, when we did the rally just the other night, the first time that I it was
0: ever massive. That rally, massive. It was.
10: It was. Oh my gosh! It was the first time a Republican president actually saluted a union, the UAW, and and the union was loving him right back. I have never seen anything like this, and, and I, it, I find it astounding, and I am guaranteeing you that Pennsylvania is in big for this president, no doubt about it. All
0: right, so what about, now, are there any qualifications for these mail-in ballots? To, does there have to be at least a cross-check that somebody's name is, is, is counted, that it's recorded, that they can't just make up names and send in ballots and make up ballots and print ballots. is I mean, is, is there anything, Jeff, any protections at all?
9: Uh, frankly, Sean, I, I am concerned about that. I really don't think there are, because what, what you've got here is a Democratic infrastructure, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court, the Democratic Attorney General of Pennsylvania, uh, the Democratic DA in Philadelphia, who's a George Soros guy, Uh, They don't want to let various people, uh, election reviewers, inside the polling places and this kind of thing. Um, The potential here is seriously bad, and that's the one thing that this this enthusiasm, which is there, that can overrule that if people really turn out, as I think they will. But that, that this isn't going to be tried is just not realistic. I mean, this has been going on in this state for a long time. There was a Democrat election judge a year ago convicted of uh, election fraud, he, and it, it didn't have to do with mail-in ballots. It had, it had to do with a uh, uh, machine. And the guy was standing there when people weren't looking, going ka-ching, 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 for his favorite Democratic candidate. And, you know, he's now on his way to the you know federal pen. But there's a history of this, and this, this is why it's got to be watched very closely.
0: So the other question is, is now every ballot that is mailed out has to be accounted for. In other words, they yeah. can't just go out and print a whole bunch of new ballots and, and they just show up two days after Election Day and they're all for Joe Biden. So are, in other words, is there a cross-check of somebody's name? Does that happen? We don't know. Rose? Well, here's the thing
10: with the ballots. Um, first of all, first, if you've sent in an absentee ballot, it's traceable, you're okay. But those mail-in ballots, there are so many things to can be concerned about. If they're separated from the envelope, it can never trace back to the person who actually sent it. Um, if the ballot-matching envelope um, could be, the postmark could be smudged. Um, they could, I mean, what could stop anyone from coming in with an armful of ballots? That's the concern here right now, and, and these lawyers... That have been deployed, they have a lot on their plate. It's not going to be an easy task for them. But I mean, they say they're up for the task, but it really is something to be concerned about, particularly those mail-in ballots.
0: Yeah, very, very frightening. So, your prediction: How does the state of of Pennsylvania get called, Jeff Lord? I I would go with
9: Trump, absolutely.
0: Rose, how does it get called?
9: I think again,
10: in bigger numbers than it did before. Pennsylvania's for Trump.
0: All right. Amazing. Thank you both. Appreciate it. Rose Tennant, Jeff Lord on the ground in Pennsylvania for us could all come down. Now, if if Robert Cahaley and the Trafalgar group are correct, and by the way, they are predicting, you know, Robert has has Trump up by two in Pennsylvania. Insider Advantage has Trump up by one. Susquehanna has Trump up by one of too close, too close by any margin that I would like. But if if the states that The firewall that Donald Trump holds, that he needs to be president, which is threading the needle, as I always tell you. And that is if the president wins Florida, Ohio, Georgia, North Carolina, Iowa, Arizona. If that fire, if that red wall holds and the president wins Pennsylvania, he will win reelection. That's how important Pennsylvania is. If he didn't win Pennsylvania, but he won Michigan, he would still be reelected um but you know we have mixed polls in in michigan also if he wins wisconsin there's not enough electoral votes yet you got to pull in then other electoral votes nevada can come through nevada very close according to polls too all right that's going to wrap things up for today all right we have an amazing hannity tonight we will look at the electoral college the path to victory for donald trump bill hemmer will be at the big board Uh, The great one, Mark Levin, Ari Fleischer, Mike Huckabee, Dan Bongino, Leo 2.0, Pete Hegseth. And uh, I just want to say this in closing. This is not about the media. This is not any longer about big tech. This is not about the corrupt Democratic Party that has dragged this country through hell for the last four years. This isn't about weak, rhino establishment Republicans that, frankly, they're, they're not... Much better, if better at all, than the maybe even worse than the Democratic Party. It's not about the deep state. This is about your future. This is about your kids. This is about the fundamentals of this country and what what kind of country we want to be. It's about liberty. It's about freedom. It's about capitalism. It's about our Constitution. It's about everything that we hold dear, because the left has been so radicalized. There's never been a more frightening or chilling stated agenda by any major political party. I don't care what people tell you. You Do your part and Donald Trump will be reelected. We'll see you tonight at nine. Back here for our Election Day coverage tomorrow. And uh, have a great night and vote. Vote. That's my advice. Save the country.